Hello YouTube, my name is Ricardo Lino and I'm a will addict. This is talk number... I don't know. Basically, I think I just lost the count for how many skate talks I did. I know it's not a lot, it's not even up to 20, I think it's something like the 13th, the 12th, something like that. But that doesn't really matter. What does matter is that my guest today... Well, how can I say this? So basically, imagine like a family that emigrate from Poland to the US and then they they choose to live in Dallas, Texas. Their son, when he's 10 years old, he started skating and right now he's 32 years old. He skates for a few brands that you might know such as Ground Control, Razors and well, he travels the world and skates for a living. His name is Josh Glowicki and I respect these guys so much for what he does for skating and how much fun he has. I don't even know. I guess I'm gonna need to call him and try to express <laughs> this feeling for Josh during the next minutes. Hopefully we'll go for like 90 minutes. We'll see. Let's maybe just call Josh and see how this goes. Yo, how you doing, Josh? Yo, awesome, man. How are you? I'm good. Wait, I have something for you. I have something for you. Uh -oh. You might uh -oh. want to sing. Uh-oh. Okay, let me have it. Let me have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. Oh, it's been a while. Oh. You know, you never forget anything like this. That, it's, it's, that, that one stuck in my head for life. <laughs> Man, and every time I listen to something like that, it doesn't matter. I think it's like a big thing in Brazil, the funk. But every time I listen yeah. to any funk music, you come into my head. But the craziest thing, you know what it is? It's like what? I've seen you twice in my life and I've seen you for like short periods of time. But it feels somehow like I've, yeah. I've known you for my whole life. I don't know why. I don't know what happens here. So before we even start, let me just tell you, I think you're just like me and you get super excited when we talk about skating. So if there's any time <laughs> that I interrupt you while you are talking, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's just I get too excited and sometimes I can't stop myself. So to everyone listening okay. to this, before they start complaining that I interrupt Easy. my guests, it's just me. I'm sorry. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I got you, I got you. Hey, and same goes for me. I get pretty excited pretty fast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to, go, to be Vida Loca. So, tell us, where are you right now and what you're doing? Well, uh, right now I'm sitting on the beach. Listen, cling, some BMXers skating a handrail. This, uh, I'm basically I'm sitting on the beach in Malaga near my first apartment. Ooh. Your first apartment, you said? Our can you hear me? Yeah, 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 I can, I can. I'm sitting on the beach right now, and there's a BMXer skating a handrail right in front of me. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and it's this handrail that me and Fred used to skate like three years ago when we first moved to Malaga. This is kind of, a, I'm at my old spot near my old house, my first apartment. Oh, okay, you said your first apartment because you moved there. And where, you still, for three years you've been living in Malaga, or are you going back and forth to the U.S.? Yeah, for close to three years, I've I've had a I've had a place. I've had an apartment, or I've had a house, or I've had a room, or something like this. 
I, I go back and forth, you know, because I, I'm an American living in Europe, so I have big visa problems right now. I know exactly um, what that is. <laughs> it sucks, man. Like, I'm going to go to Mar I'm going to Africa tomorrow because I have to, you know? <laughs> Let me make you a question. Can you go to Morocco's and come back without uh, and that sort your visa problems? Because in Africa, you can't go to to a border country. So you need to go to at least two countries. And I had the same problems with visa and that sucked. I even had to pay lawyers and stuff like that. So. Oh, fuck. Well, Ricardo, my friend, I'm about to find out. Because <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. I'm... We're doing uh, not to spoil the not to spoil everything, but we're we're doing Cayenne three in uh, in, a, in about a month. I know, and <laughs> and I'm gonna be going to Asia, so that would that would help with my visa. That would get me another three months in Europe. But the problem is, I have to stay in Spain another month before uh, before the trip, and everything's crazy with Trump being in the office now, and 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 people in Spain. I don't know what's happening, but. It's like all of a sudden they're really watching visas. They're really watching dates. Like, I don't know. I got pulled over the other day. Uh, I was driving my girlfriend's car and I got pulled over just because her, her registration, her inspection sticker was out. And it was such a disaster. You know, I didn't have, they, I didn't have my passport. They thought they wanted to take me to, I don't know. They wanted to, they wanted to create drama, man. It was, it was bullshit. So I don't know what's happening in the world, but it, it got hard. It used to be really easy for me to chill here. I was here for eight months one time with no stress. What? And you left you know? and no problems? No problems. I left, I came back, no stress. Maybe even nine months. Whoa. But I don't know what's going on. If, if, if it's the Spanish border, if it's Trump in the U.S., it's, things are changing really quick. That's weird. So I think my next move now is going to be... I'm kind of I'm gonna kind of see what the winter says, but uh, if I'm gonna be in Spain next year, I'm gonna have to go to Madrid and actually, uh, you know, apply for citizenship and do this do this legit. Okay, so. that that makes sense it, for me. Like right now, I can be in South Africa with no trouble, but man, it's like I just said, it's been a struggle. Like, uh, yeah, tell me, how are you doing it? How are um, you? What is the same issue? Oh, uh, it's all good, man. I'm I'm like right now, I have like um, a spousal visa. I think a spouse visa, ah, I think that's how you call it. But we have a baby, yeah. I'm married, and it's it's a little bit different, you know? But okay, yeah, yeah. still, it's it's a mission. It's a mission to move anywhere else. For everyone else, for everyone yeah. else listening to these that they have no idea what we're talking about, no. well, it's, it kind of sucks because for me, yeah. I ended up like, I'm, I've been living in South Africa right now for two and a half years. And I would say the that's first... That's crazy, that's right. Yeah. It's been like... The, the, dude, well, I'm just saying, the time... Yeah, yeah, you say it. Sorry. <laughs> can, can, can you hear me? Yeah, perfect, perfect. Okay, so I was, sorry. I was saying that I've been here for two years, and over these two years, I probably spent around in between twelve and $15,000 or euros or whatever, just in going back and forth to Europe. Minimum, but it's just... Jesus yeah. Christ! <laughs> wow anyway Listen, i'm i'm up there with you but not i'm not that close i mean I'm, I'm i'm dropping i'm dropping money to go to go on flights but i'm finding those 300 euro flights to new york and shit <laughs> yeah, to... but 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 but, <laughs> but you, you were able to stay for eight months man that was once right that there. i stayed for like 
I, I think I stayed three months and one week. And the reason why I, I stayed three months and one week was because the government told me that they made me an appointment for that day. And I went there before asking when I should leave, and they made the appointment for that day. So when I got to the oh appointment, they told me, you need to leave. You're illegal. You, and then there was the day after we find out that we're going to have a baby. Like one day oh. after. And they told me, you need to leave, and you're not going to be able to come back for one or three years. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> Dude, see, that's the thing. That's why I'm going to go to Morocco in a few days, because... <laughs> Man, I just don't want to. I just don't want that. Like, you can't come back, sort of thing. You know, like, fuck. Yeah, I know what that is, huh? It's crazy. God, that's the thing. Dude. For everybody out there that doesn't have any clue, if you if you try to leave your own country to set up a new life somewhere, it's, it's difficult, man. Like, it's not as easy as Ricardo makes it look. <laughs> no, but let me tell you something, Josh. Me and you, you, we are really lucky. Like. Yeah, I'm from a small country, which is Portugal, but it's still Europe, you know, and you're from America. Right. So it's it's kind of like easy to get everywhere, to get into every country. For my wife, right. she is South African. Ooh, it's ah. a mission sometimes to get somewhere, man. Whenever she needs to go to Europe, you need to see the amount of paperwork, <laughs> paper stuff that she needs to sort. It's just crazy. Anyway, let's go to the blading part. <laughs> let's That's go to, crazy. Let's talk about skating. <laughs> yeah, good life, good life intro though. Come on, I mean, we're both we're both living the living the drama dream. <laughs> Ooh, the drama dream. That's a good name for it. That's a good name for is. for a blog. That's all it is. That's all it is, man. It's some bullshit. That I don't know. When I talk about it, I get a little angry. Yeah, that's, I know exactly what that is, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just not fair. It's just not fair. It's like someone else's bullshit rules that you have to play by, and I just don't play that game. Uh, well, you can always get fake identities everywhere if you want. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> so, Josh, what's going on with razors? When are you going Man. to have a pro model skate? Well, funny story about razors is the thing about it is they're not. Man, it's a big story, but um, I designed I designed a skate. I designed an SL skate uh, maybe two years ago. Yeah, you told me that when and I saw you in Onda, I think. Yeah, it was dope. You know, it was a full-on ninja skate. Everything was black. It was simple and easy with Velcro straps. You know, I, I put a strap on the on the heel strap, you know, and all that. Mm -hmm. And before it dropped, everything kind of blew up. You know, uh, they lost all the budget and just typical, you know, uh, business sort of business issues. So at the moment, there's no pro models coming out they're andy and razors they're just done doing pro models you know he can't afford to can't afford to do it can't afford to pay people royalties and put names on things anymore yeah i remember when i last when i last did a i don't know if you hear it i made a podcast with with andy and he told me until there's another arrogant brian arrogant it wouldn't make sense probably to make to make another pro model, so I don't know if it has anything to do with that. But I, I guess there's a lot of really talented people. But yes, if it's not selling, if there's not numbers enough, like you said, business-wise, probably doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad if you think about it for the kids, because who are the kids going to look up to? You know, an Aragon. Like, I mean, Aragon's Aragon's Aragon, but there's plenty of other people out there, man. There's plenty of other game-changing people that that make you know break the rules and make skating look great you know it's i don't know to me that kind of is stupid but you know that's just me 
yeah, I think it's all about the, the it's all about the marketing, you know, if you market it properly, but you know, I guess it's more important that, right now nowadays, more important than spinning 900 and I respect a lot Brian Aragon, but I think it's oh, more yeah, me too. more important than spinning a 900 out of a ground or whatever. It's yeah. in my opinion it's really important what you are doing. Those blading Thank camps you. or whatever you're calling it, it's, it's what we need yeah. right now. If if yeah. the sport is not as big as it used to be we need kids we all know that we need kids and exactly. every time that i see what you montre richie what you guys are doing it's really really inspiring and it's i don't know i, I think i don't know if you guys have like a, a way for people to support what you guys are doing like a patreon or a crowdfunding thing but if you don't you should start one and i'm going to be the first one yeah. if i can to back to back you guys up because we need that wow. and more people Thank you. need to do it. It's important for us because I know that you I, guys don't do it for the money. Of course, we yeah. all need money to leave. <laughs> right. But it's right. really important. Can you explain us a little bit more about that project? Well, I mean, basically, in a nutshell, like, man, I met Aragon and, and Dre like when I first went to Europe like uh, seven years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And the first time I met them, they were my they were my absolute superheroes. You know, they were Aragon and Dre, like holy shit. And I met Matias and went on tour with Horn and all the boys. And I was in this fantasy world, you know. And we would go out and we'd have fun, we'd party, and then I would just listen to Horn and 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 Aragon bitching about like life, you know, like I don't know. I was I was twenty, maybe twenty two, twenty three, and. And I didn't understand why like kings of the world were weren't weren't happy you know they were bitching about money or bitching about being on tour too long and all this stuff and I, I, I didn't understand it you know what I mean mm -hmm. so to me that was a super important moment in my life because I realized at that moment like if the people at the top the people that I grew up looking up to you know are pissed off and mad and not happy with the biggest company in rollerblading well what the fuck am I doing you know <laughs> I know exactly what you mean and I keep saying the same I, I, I don't know if you ever saw any of the latest videos that I've been doing but what I always finish the videos with is saying what I exactly think which is man, we should never forget why we all started because it's fun and it's the truth we all started it doesn't matter what you do right now if you make a lot, or a lot of money or not but we all started because it was fun and I'm sure that all of us when we ever When we first ever put a pair of skate in our feet, we all had a smile in our face, even if we were scared or not. It doesn't really matter. Everyone had fun. And that's the only yeah. reason why we kept doing it. And a lot of times along reason. the way, people lose it, you know? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. You get lost in money. You get lost in quote-unquote fame or, or what the fuck ever happens. It's totally true, though. You get lost along the way. It's easy. Mm -hmm. But it, it happened to me before. It depends on the huh? culture, you know what I mean? Like, it depends on where you're, where, where, where you're from, you know? It's super easy for Americans to get lost because, dude, our culture is based on just money. If you don't have money, you suck. If you don't have money, you're not doing good in life. Yeah. You know, and it's obvious. It's just, it's different. You know, it's different for Europeans. I mean, obviously, money's important for Europeans, but Europeans have lives. You know, Spaniards have lives. French people, they have lives. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, they don't, it's different. It's just way different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so, But still, let me tell you, even being an European, I was never, obviously, never ever at the level of uh, Brian Aragon or anything like that, or Dre or anything like that, never in that 
level of being known or anything like that. But even when I used to skate for USD as a European pro, whatever, after yeah. a while you, you end up losing it. At least it happened to me. I somehow there was a time that I wasn't really skating anymore for the fun of it. Yeah. You know, after yeah, a while yeah, you end up yeah. getting like stressed because you need to be in that event or you need to do these and people are expecting right. that. And it took me, right. it took me a while to understand it, man. It, it got to a point that I, basically I think that's one of the main reasons that for a few years I wasn't skating as much. So yeah. what I was doing, yeah. like I started riding my bike and all that because I felt that I could push myself and I could do that. Yeah. You know that all of us have a little bit of craziness inside us. So I felt like I, I could push a little bit myself without feeling my feet like dying. Mm -hmm. Because with skating, there, it came, it get to a point, it got to a point that I couldn't really skate and walk right. the next day. But the reason why right. that was happening was because I was skating for everyone else, for everyone else to see what I was doing instead of doing it for oh. myself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you I always need to saying. go to a certain level. You always need to do a certain type of rail or right. a certain type of gap. Right. So you lose it. So what I'm trying to say here is like, even being an European, I guess it's just the society that we live in or what we let ourselves go, you know, the way yeah, we let yeah, ourselves yeah. go. I don't know. I, I had a, I had a super, super, super same experience, like super same experience because I grew up in Texas and in Texas we skate handrails, we skate stair rails. So when I was a kid, when I was growing up, when I was skating, I was looking up to John Sullivan and Jason Howard and these Texas locals that were just kings of the world. And it was handrails. It was, it was, it was full cap fish brains. It was full cap true top acids. It was tech on big scary rails right mm -hmm. and after some point you realize like well at least after some point i realized i i brought myself up to this level because obviously it's who i hung out with and who i looked up to so that's what you become that's life and so i i reached what i wanted to reach but then you you realize like you can't sustain this you know like How many how many rails do you want a full cap true fish brain? Like how many rails do you want a full cap alley top acid? And then it always needs to be big, you, you know. You know, always needs to be on a bigger rail for you to put yeah, in the next video. You, it could be the same right. trick, but it needs to have two more steps or a little bit yeah, more steep. Full or, cap out or full cap in, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 up to what point do you? It's it, what to what point is it sustainable? You know. And more than and that, I, is it I fun? Reach, <laughs> and is it fun? Is it fun? And can you keep doing it? Like you said, you know, you don't walk the next day, man. I got to the point. I got to the point to where that's what happened to me, man. I, I reached the level where I was, I was content and I was like, wow, I'm, I'm happy with myself. I'm happy where, where I'm at with my tricks and my, I, I, I won. I never thought I would arrive to where I, where, where I'm at. I never thought I'd be able to do these tricks, you know, but I, here I am. And then I reached the point to where I was just like, you know what? I'm tired. I want, I need something new. And this is when this is when we developed the big frame. And I pushed I pushed ground control really hard into making this four wheel frame with a groove. It was after I had the I had the Kaiser the Kaiser level one frame for fucking about a year, and I was just cruising around super fast Mach 12 street skating, like not grinding, not doing anything, just sketching in Barca, just living the life. And I fell back in love with rollerblading, with the act of moving my feet with crossing over my feet with this feel of eight wheels. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, a, a 27 year old kid who's been skating for, you know, 17, 18 years, I, I felt like I was 12 years old again. I, I had the joy, the bliss, the everything changed again. Everything went back to, to where it's at now. And 
and I don't know. And then I, I'm still on that. I'm still on that buzz right now. You know, it's crazy. I know exactly what that is. And like, I guess we all like, like I just said it in the beginning of this thing, when we started skating, we had fun and it, it's like, it yeah. was about to, to, to feel the wind in our face. We didn't thought about doing a grind on the rail or on a stair or jumping like 20 stairs or whatever. We, we didn't thought about being the king of the world. You know, it was right. Right for the joy of it and somehow along the way we end up losing it and, and that becomes a problem and it happens to a lot of people and sometimes it yeah. like I manage some social media I'm not gonna say what what brands I do manage social media and sometimes it's frustrating because I see like some of the brands man if I go through the message that I get it's it's crazy I get like at least okay I, there's a scooter brand that I was managing, that yeah. the brand didn't need, like I started the thing from zero. And before we got to 500 subscribers, I had around 100 messages. And the messages weren't even like, man, they weren't even promoting themselves. It was something like, do you sponsor? Do you guys sponsor? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but yeah. it's sponsored, yeah. not even spelled right. You know, it's just like, it's not even caring about like, Man, it came to a point that I, ma I actually spent the time to make a video like, why do companies sponsor people? Right, right, right. Why right, does that right. happen? Like, it's it needs to be something both ways. Of course, the, the riders or the skaters or whatever, they get the goodies, but the brands need to get something out of it because, right. man, just like okay. your name, there's a million other names out there. You need to give something right. back. Right, because the reality is, man, the, the full-blown reality with everything is, it's never been about who's the best, who's the most talented. Nope. It's never, ever been about that. It's who's got the biggest heart. It's who wants it the most. And then, and then it's who's got the friend with the camera that, yeah. you know, can, can then sh give the videos to the sponsors. And then it's the marketing, you know, it's never the most talented. Obviously there was a point when Happy and Aragon, of course, were the most talented. And that's, that's just the facts of it. But, Again, it's it's sustainability. It's how long does that last? And then after that point, it's it's who's got the biggest heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's who really wants this. And you and Montre are some of the best example of it. I mean, like the skill is completely there. The skill is completely there. I'm not taking that that from you guys, but like more than that, it's you and Montre attitude. It's just. It's hard to explain, yeah. but who, whoever yeah. saw you or Montre in an event or the way that you guys speak with kids, the way that yeah. the passion that you put into it, that makes a difference. Yeah. And that's, that's why I think well, it's you. so successful what you guys are doing. So I don't want to interrupt you before people kill me, <laughs> but please. So the question, I, I don't think you replied to that. Maybe, maybe you did and I was just dumb anyway. So <laughs> the question was... <laughs> How did the whole thing came? Because you, you got lost in your thoughts, I think. Uh, how oh, did yeah, the whole sorry, sorry. blading camps came? Man, so the blading camps is a cool story because it's basically, it's it's this whole thing, it's this whole project that Montre, uh, Richie and I started with Frederick Anderson in Sweden, and which is originally back in, back in 2000 and I think 2011. I went to Sweden for my very first time and I met Frederick Anderson who I immediately became a brother. He was my he was my brother from another mother. So quick. So quick. And 
right away we started to go to the skate park, go to zero one six to try to help, to try to we don't know, they had super they had super, super, super uh super huge groups of kids, kids skating. Mm-hmm. And so right away Fred suggested, Hey, why don't why don't you guys do some sort of class? You know, do a little lesson. It'll help you guys, you know, maybe it'll put a hundred euros in your pocket, maybe it'll put two hundred euros in your pocket. And then we can go to Poland and do some more. And then da, da da da. It was basically this little idea of basically trying to create a life, a way to live at the same moment of trying to help the future generation to show them what's really out there. You know, to kind of destroy the whole. Not to not to not to not to say it in a bad way, but to kind of destroy the whole image that Andy built. That you know, cocaine girls people in in limousines and rock stars you know Mm -hmm. because the whole gypsy camps the whole original thing was to keep it real as hell to show the kids like listen we're not rock stars okay we're just older than you we're not anything we're nothing special we're just rollerbladers we're we're passionate people just like you you know and and we're here to show you that if you want a future in this you have to create it you know Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much where the whole where the whole camp thing started. Now, as far as blading camps is concerned, blading camps is just the evolution of this, you know, because like you said, Montre, Montre is my hero as well. You know, like, man, I'm the luckiest person on the planet because my heroes are my best friends. You know, <laughs> like I hang out with Scott Quinn all the time. I hang out with Montre all the time. With Richie all the time. They're my they're my closest friends and they're also the people i look up to and i want to be i want to be like that's amazing. and so it's really cool to to be building something like the blading camps with 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 my heroes and my friends so yeah so basically in a nutshell what what kept what continued to happen is the gypsy camps kept going we did gypsy camps you know in i think six or seven different countries um and there were some years where we all did really well you know we were we were all making more money than our sponsors were paying us. It was crazy. And then there were years when we did it all for free. When we went to skate parks for nothing. They booked our flights and we went for free for a week. You know? And what happened What happened to me basically is I just continued to do it. I've been pushing it as hard as I could because, you know, this. I don't really trust this sponsor bubble. It's a bubble. It's never It's never going to last. You know, I'm, I want to sustain something on my own. Uh, with my friends with my kind of network and so the blading camps is is that it's a network of friends that is going to sustain its own itself you know a self-sustaining business you know with with friends doing everything out of passion but it's also going to provide financial security for the future for for me and all my heroes that's cool you know it's that's what it is you know and have you you been sorry sorry i'll let you finish sorry I just remember, like we we did a we did a camp in uh, in Holland. Uh, Note, Vorapaj, Richie, uh, Montre, and I, and man, it was so cool because I remember, like, before the camp, I remember talking to Montre. Montre's like, "Oh man, life's a struggle right now. I gotta pay, gotta pay rent. You know, I gotta fly home and see my son. I gotta help my son because you know, Montre has a Montre has a ten year old child. You know, Montre's know a father. That. I know that. So for me. When I build these camps and when I talk to people about these camps, man, I'm not just helping Montre. I'm helping Montre's family. Like I'm, I'm. It. I don't know. It's something I really enjoy doing. Is 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 helping my heroes 
live. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like I remember the first time that we we when we made when we made Cash and Holland and how happy Montre was. Like it was crazy. Like we all made good money and we all like got to just do whatever we wanted. I took that money and moved to Malaga. You know, Montre took his son on a vacation. You know, like I don't know. It's 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 these small things about like helping your friends who help you that I I really like. You know, like I don't. No, I'm not the really competitive person. I don't want to be better than anybody. I want to be with people. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. That's like so, the my question is: Are you able to to leave from it nowadays? Can you leave from the blading camps? At this moment in life, no. Okay. Um, Do you I think got, you could? I got, I got really close this year. I got really, really close this year. Um, for for matters beyond my control, uh, Spain is not the ideal place to create a company. I now realize that. Um, there's all these laws and loopholes about creating a business. That's the thing, man. I, I got tired of this whole gypsy lifestyle. I got tired of, like I said, I'm 30. I want a family, you know, like I want a, a future. I don't, I want to keep skating, but I also want, uh, you know, I want a family. I want a house. I want to... I want, a, I want a life, you know. I don't want to keep sleeping on floors for the next 10 years again. Yeah, I get. So, I understand that. I've been there, <laughs> right? <laughs> and right. I made a change, you know. <laughs> so I, 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 this year at the beginning of the year, I said, you know what? This is over. I'm, I'm, I, I respect and love this gypsy lifestyle that I've lived. It's taught me a whole lot. I'm grateful for it. But you know what? I'm out of this vibration. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. And so I started blading camps on this vibe, on this vibration of doing everything proper. You know, I went back to Texas. I had made some cash. So I said, you know what? I've never had this much cash before in my life. Never. So I'm either going to blow it, going on trips with Quinny, going on trips with Montre, just traveling around with my girlfriend or doing stuff like this. Or I can take this little bit of money I have and go for it. Go for the dream. You know, and make this actually self-sustainable. And what ended up happening, man, is everything went so perfect. It's unbelievable. You know, we did we did three camps for for 20. We did 20, 20 students per camp. And we did the first all girls camp ever. Mm -hmm. And everything sold out. We actually even overbooked August because we had a waiting list. So. Because of technicalities in the Spanish world that I didn't foresee and all this other crap, it's not allowing me to live from it right now. I had to hire a lawyer. I had to pay all these fees to create the company. And now because of our taxes, we have a big tax problem right now. Lots of other things that nobody even understood. Even though we hired a damn lawyer, we are right now handling all this. So to answer your question, no. Not living from Blady Camps just yet, but okay. guarantee it's all there. That now the foundation's made and it's it's ready. It's okay. ready. It's so can be I great. give you two suggestions? Of course. Okay, two suggestions on that. The first one I already did. So if you're having trouble right now and if you need any cash flow for whatever you're doing, if I can help you with that, I can help you setting like an account for a crowdfunding, and I'm sure the rest of the world will be keen on helping your projects because you're trying to do it for skating and people will be keen to help you that will be the first one the second so cool the second suggestion is man 
it's a problem in North Americans and Europeans, which is yeah. we, I'm a European and I'm talking against myself. We totally forget, <laughs> we totally forget that there's the Southern Hemisphere. So we end up leaving the world like if we skate in the summer, like in Portugal yeah. and Spain, we don't have that, that problem because it's usually sunny. But the rest of Europe, it's something like you skate in the summer and then you complain in the winter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? It's the truth, yeah, man. Of course. People of course. just put their heads down and complain in the winter, but they forget there's another hemisphere. And when you're doing something like you do, that could be a huge thing for your business and also yeah. for skating in general. There's this yeah. roller skating girl. I'm sure you saw her. Her name is Barbara. She is skating for that power slide brand called Kaya. And oh yeah, I know her. Yeah, I follow so her. She's from Argentina. She is amazing, and you know what she does, man. She's doing like the surfers' dream, like you know that the surfers that stay like the endless summer thing, and they go to Hawaii, yeah. and they go here and there. Yeah. Basically, she does that, uh, but she chose two uh, locations. One is Barcelona. The other one is her hometown, which is Argentina. Wow. Southern Hemisphere, wow. Northern Hemisphere. Basically, yeah. she stays the summer in Barcelona, then she goes. Somewhere in Argentina, and if we do a sport like yeah. we do, that's a way to live. I'm not telling you to live in another place, because like just like you told me, you're trying to build a family and all that. But maybe if you try to somehow organize some of your blading camps in the other yeah. hemisphere when it's yeah. the European winter, that might help yeah. you, and it might yeah. help the, the sport too. And I'm sure there will be a lot of people in the whole world that want you around. So if I can help you on something, I'm here and I'm pretty sure that people listening to this will be keen to help for skating wow. to grow. So thank you so much. That's the thing, you know, it's it's all it's all for skating to grow. It's 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 for skating to grow. It's to help the heroes keep living. It's it's for everything, you know, it's to teach the kids, you know, not to be so not to have an ego, you know, like because I remember growing up it was all ego, 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 you know. And, that's not something to teach the children. They even you know made a I mean? video, man. Ego. They <laughs> even made a damn video, and everybody still says it's the best video ever. You know what? <laughs> I, that's the thing. People aren't aware, but you got to be careful with your words these days. You can't keep saying you're in a dead industry because if you say that, well, that's what you are. You man. know, you're not in a dead industry. You're in a. Uh, I, 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 no, 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 no. I just don't agree with it. Look at skateboarding. Don't agree with that. Look at skateboarding. They were, yeah. they were, they weren't on their highest point, point, like in their highest state or whatever you're gonna call it. A few years, like, like 15 years ago. Look where they are right now. They're on TV right, everywhere. Right. It's up to the people right. who's doing it. It's up to people like you, me, and all these new kids that yeah. will grow up. It's yeah. all. To, yeah. It's up to all yeah. of us. We, like, it's well, like we have like a, a blank paper and we're able to exactly. write it. It's so exactly. blank right now. We can write it. We should yeah. be proud of it. I agree. There's an absolutely no rules. If you have a sponsor right now, the sponsor sends you products and, and that's it. Okay. There's maybe five people in the world that maybe make salaries. Okay. There's mm -hmm. not many of there's not many of them out there right now. Regardless of that, you still get free product, which is cool. Which but let is me tell a you cool something. Thing. Sorry, go sorry, ahead. you go and I'll interrupt no, you no, after. No, no, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. I can't. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, they're gonna kill me, man. I'm gonna let you talk okay, otherwise they're gonna forget. kill me. Just don't forget, just don't forget no. what you're gonna say. Yeah. All I was going to say is it's is is it's true. It's you now you have these you get these products to make them look cool, not even to make them look cool, but to show the world that that we are still doing something that that we're still popping like man. There's a Disney there's a new Disney cartoon here in Spain and the girl, the main character is a rollerblader. 
Is it, is it a rollerblader or a roller skater? It's a, it's a rollerblader. And guess what? All the kids are rollerblading again. That's all amazing. in Malaga. Every day I see it more and more and more and more. The thing is, 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 is the world is what you make it. And like I said, if you make the world, if you tell the world, oh, rollerblading sucks, rollerblading sucks, we live in a dead industry, rollerblading's dead, guess what? It's dead. It's dead to you and it's dead to all your people. Man, we But don't it, need that it, people it, around. It, That's the thing. Whenever it's someone complaining, we don't need it. We don't need... I agree. You don't need I crying agree. babies. What I was going to tell you, and I tried not to forget is, we might Maybe. be in... in not the best time of inline skating for people to make money in general that's what people think right but the truth that's is if, think. but but that's that's what i'm going to tell you that's where the opportunity is so if that exactly. would be if that would be true why uh. I, i'm not here just trying to be the smartest but why am i living or making more money i don't do anything else which is not related to inline skating huh? everything yeah. that i do in my life is related to inline skating wow. and why do i make more money than i've ever done The yeah, opportunity is it. out. The opportunity is out there. It's up to us to look at this blank canvas and see what yep. we want to write in it. And it's it's yep. our time. All of us. We yep. can all have a piece of it. We can all write a little bit. We can all write some words in the in this story, which is the skating story. I don't know. Like, I agree, hundred percent. I agree, one hundred percent. But what's going on is is there's these older generation. There's this older generation. You know, I, I probably count as the older generation. You do too, but you're not in the same mentality. There's an older generation of skaters who think, give me, give me, give me, give me, I'm talented. Give me, give me, give me, I'm talented. But you know what? That doesn't fucking work. We've obviously seen that. Guess Everybody's what? Talent, talented. Doesn't, if you, the if talent skate, doesn't be you're talented. Dude, the, the skating talent, it's, let's, let's see things the other way. For you to get something, someone needs to give you something. When someone gives right. you something, it's usually a marketing move. But right. if They you're a crying baby, if you're nothing positive to our industry, yeah. you're not doing any yeah. marketing for us. Basically, you're doing the opposite thing. You're throwing us down. Mm -hmm. So if you're, on that, if you're in that league, we don't need you. And then if I you're agree. on the other side, we, you might be someone else which is not as talented but your passion your will exactly. your exactly. you're angry to make these things grow and you're like you're willing to help as much as you can i'm going yeah. to give you an example of something it's not aggressive skating but there's this kid from france his name is tiago inline skate his name is tiago lemur i met him in angola a long time ago like a few years ago and he was into slalom skating and then he moved to paris and he started a youtube channel like two years ago dude he's, he makes content every day you need to see his following he's like he has like a huge following it's a different type of skating but he is not the most talented slalom skater in the world i see like the twins from poland like the shoplift or i see the guy from from italy lorenzo guzlandi or some of the the chinese guys or even the russians they're amazingly yeah. talented but this kid yeah. he has that passion and that will to to communicate to the world to show exactly what exactly. he knows and he doesn't know half of what the other ones do but he teach people how to skate backwards he teach he teach basics you know but that's what we yeah. need we need more people doing yeah. that and proud of doing it exactly exactly and that's another it's another proof It's another good example that it's not, dude, it's not who's the most talented. It's who wants it, who's got the biggest heart. It it's is, man. It's true. Yeah. I mean, 
And the cool thing is, is even though even though blading camps, even though I'm not living from it just yet, it's I'm I will I will be living perfectly from blading camps, and it'll be all over the world, and it's gonna be it's there. It's the foundations are laid, and it's been such a good example this year because, man, tell I don't even know how it happened, but it's obvious that it's something that I that we created something I created something that people want. That's, That's amazing. Because you said it's a blank canvas. There's no rules right now. You can do whatever you want. You can start your own school. You can start your own wheel company. You can do whatever you want. The world is yours. There's no limits to anything like that. Now, granted, I did some hiccups here and there, but everybody does that. You know what I mean? And next year, I learned. Guess what? I learned from everything. And it's going to be even bigger and even better. And that's the crazy thing. Like, I, uh, I'm writing an interview. I'm writing a, an article for the one for one magazine right now mm-hmm. about blading cams, and I emailed a lot of the campers. I emailed pretty much like half the campers um, because obviously we have a good relationship. You know what I mean? Like we, we got everybody got super close in these these weeks they spent in Malaga, and I emailed everybody asking like, hey, you know, here's some questions. Can you give me some feedback? I'm going to do an article for for the one magazine and for B Mag and for stuff like this. Can can you give us some words? You know. Man, every single person, every single person just freaking out. Just best experience of my life. Loved it. Thank you. Can't believe we did it. Da 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 da. And I mean, Ricardo, it was a, it's a freaking dream. It's just a dream idea I had. Man, I know exactly what that means. When you, when you, when you're putting all your effort into something and then people somehow realize what you're doing and you start getting feedback from that like uh, positive feedback i know exactly what you mean like that feeling like somehow the feeling of accomplishment i don't know if you can say yeah. that but it's something like yeah oh it is yeah it's, you start as a dream and then you see that dream becoming something bigger and bigger and bigger but like you said it's important to net yeah. to not let yourself fall to the other side because then there's like exactly. there was there will always be a peak and sometimes we get to the peak and then we forget yeah the reason why we started and that's what we can well, never ever forget here's the funny here's a funny story i i have a friend here in malaga i was having i was having a drink with before for the ladies for the camp uh back in june and she said to me she said because i mean listen blading camps had zero sponsors okay it had all all everything that was blading camps was my life savings okay mm-hmm. so So basically, she said to me, she said, what are you going to do if this fails? If this fails, you're going to lose everything you've ever, everything you have, everything you've saved, your years and years and years of savings. And it kind of, dude, it was a slap to my face. I looked at her and I was like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, I haven't even, hold on. I haven't even considered the thought that this is going to fail. I'm 100 1000% committed to this successfully working that I haven't even given it 10 seconds of thought of plan B. If this fails, what do I do? No, no way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it's crazy. Like it's, it's, you can fall to the other side really easy with, with, with being negative and thinking this can never work. It can never work. Cause that's kind of the life we're living in right now with the industry, with the way people think about it. Oh, it's dead. It's never going to work. But it's all a mentality, you know. If you believe in something, you you can do it. It's crazy. I guess it's I have two crazy. opinions. I, I guess I have two opinions 
on what you said. The first thing is obviously being positive is the most important thing. I don't know if you if you knew or if I ever told you. So I have like I have these tattoos in my wrists. One is a brain on one side, on the left wrist, and on the right one I have a positive sign. So it means think ah. positive. So it just ah. it's a thing for me. But that's like yeah. that's that's one of my first opinions on what you said. Like obviously yeah. we need to be positive in anything that we do. But at the same time, I kind of understand what your friend said, and I would say like without thinking of things going negative or things going yeah. wrong, you can always have a plan B. And the plan B sometimes it's not being away from skating or it's like sometimes it's what, what we need and sometimes that's the reason why things can also fail. And can be something yeah. sometimes like, yeah, if something goes wrong, it's just like I told you, you can have like a crowdfunding campaign ready for if yeah. something goes wrong or you can have a, yeah. a, a, a sponsor that you know, you said no because you didn't want to go that way. But if if something goes wrong, there's someone that you can go at least for the first month or two to reorganize your life. Stuff right, like that, right, little things. Right, right. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not disagreeing just, with you. You know, I'm just saying like sometimes no, 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 we need that. I just live in this. I just live in this bubble of life where I think everything is energy. Yeah. Everything is energy, and if I put energy towards a plan B, well, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to probably need to use plan B. <laughs> so my my full energy is for the complete success of my dream and what I want to do. You know what I mean? Perfect. I, get I it. do agree with you. I do agree with you. And this is probably where I need to kind of create some sort of balance in my life. You know what I'm you need? Extreme. You know what you need? I need balance. No. If you don't want to put energy into a plan B, get surrounded by the people, which is not, you don't think that they have the right energy for the plan A, but somehow they can yeah. help you with the plan B. Stuff like that. It's the, it's the truth, yeah, man. It's yeah, not yeah. using people. Yeah. It's not using people. It's yeah. a different. I'm going to give you an example of something really practical. Winter yeah, Clash. Jojo Jacoby. Yeah. He is amazing at doing some things. But He's he, can, amazing. he cannot do everything. So what did True. he do? True. He start delegating things. Like, yeah. I'm focusing on this. This is what yeah. I need to do. But I also yeah. need to have a plan B, C, and D. And the, an example of the plan A not working is what happening... What what happened at the Berlin, the Berlin Winter Clash? That was a complete right. disaster. But you, which was guess my what? first Winter Clash? Jesus, <laughs> what, an, what an entry I made! I, oh, I, I was there. Huh? I was there on that one too. Wow, that was amazing. But you Fuck know what? Hell. That made the skating industry even stronger. Yes, it was. Right. It was bad. The reason the 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 way it happened and what happened to Jojo, like. Poor guy, man. Like he's putting all his effort into skating, and then something like that happens. It takes too long to pay. He doesn't have a life to pay that yeah. stuff. But when he yeah. put it out there, the rest of the world helped him pay him that, helped the yeah. The, the, yeah. the event to survive, and he learned from it. And right now, he's just like, there's a the plan B, yeah. a C, and a D, and sometimes not even having a plan B and C, and it's just like delegating different things for different people. And sometimes, yeah. if it's your passion, just delegate it to the people which is closest to you. Like, I do sometimes yeah, that stuff yeah. with my wife, man. Like, even related to skating, she's way better on, on some stuff than I am when it comes to organizing. Like, I have a little shop in South yeah. Africa. I am so bad, man. Sometimes I am so bad. To, <laughs> uh, it's the truth, man. Because I live, just like you said, I also live in this bubble which is make, 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 and then create. And then sometimes you yeah. create, but... It, you need the time to make it work. It's not just create, you know? 
right and that's right, when right. i need her to call me and sometimes i need to tell her like right please whenever whenever you see me see me flying too much just go and cut a little yeah. bit of my wings because sometimes i need it yeah yeah i'm i'm lucky man because i uh i i have the same sort of relationship with my girlfriend and she is maybe similar to your wife where i'm i'm constantly in this dream of create 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 and it's gonna work it's gonna be this it's gonna that and maria's nice because she can smack me down to the planet and she's she's the organized she can organize things and say look dear, this isn't going to work you you know delegate like this this and that where i wouldn't even have thought about it you know what i mean and, exactly and man. You're, you're totally right about that you know what totally i don't right. know her but i love her already <laughs> yeah she's a man she's a superhero i'm i'm the luckiest boy on the planet that's for sure that's cool <laughs> that's cool to see that you're in love so i'm gonna make one question that was made by john from right now what's well, from gotta say Do you plan on being a full Spanish citizen? Spanish citizen. Ah, well, the thing is, is life life may push me into being a full Spanish citizenship with this whole visa thing, and uh, the base of Blading Camps is going to be in Malaga. But I mean, I'm setting one up in Colombia, and I'm working on setting one up in Peru, and it's going to be all over the world pretty soon. But the okay. home base will be here. In Malaga. Okay, let me tell you something. Um, With my company in South Africa, I created a little company. If you ever need to use the company to create something here, you're welcome. You can use it if you need to to do whatever. You can use through this you. company, do your own thing. Thank you. Thank you. That's then the cool thing about the way the blading camps is set up is it's is it's 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 basically it's a plug and play system. It's a it's a skeleton that I built that I can adjust to any economy, any country, anywhere in the world. I can take the whole model that I built and just move it to Norway or move it to Sweden or apply it to Colombia, you know? Perfect. And that's 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 kind of where I see this going. This is going to, I don't know, you know? Okay. If you want to apply it in South Africa, you have the plug. <laughs> Man, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. What, hey, when's your, when's your, when is your summertime? Is, your, is it winter now in South Africa? Are you kidding me, man? It's spring now. I'm not sure. Summer is coming. Summer's coming. So, okay. When it's cold. So, it is. That's how it is. It's cold here. It's warm there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like in, in February and January. Like in January. Like December, January gets super, super busy here. There's lots of tourists and all that stuff. I don't know if you have an idea what South Africa is because the, the rest of the no, world... No, I don't have very much an idea. So let me tell you, I... the, the rest of the world thinks of South Africa as a place with no roads and kids starving right. and all. That's what... It's bad, but that's what a lot of people think of Africa, you know? Right, Cape Town, right, where right. I live. It's basically... Yeah. It's the most European city out of Europe. It's just like a European capital. Just like an European yeah. capital. It's like... It's it's amazing. That's all I can tell you. And we have the opposite seasons from what you yeah. have in you. And that's one of the main reasons why I started working with Power Slide. Because if you think of it, when everyone else can't make uh, marketing content, like images, videos, whatever, in here it's summer. Right. We can make it. We can still do it. So Right. Right. Stuff like that. That was kind of the dream. That was kind of the dream with blading camps. We actually, we actually built a, uh, we built a structure for the winter camps, which was going to be over the New Year's holiday. But uh, with all this drama, there's a lot of drama happening right now in in blading camps with this whole, uh, with this whole lawyer thing and and the actual, you know, the, the functionality of the business. So we decided to just chill on the winter camp and just wait and re rehammer at it for the summer. But That's the thing, like with with the good climate in Malaga, I I can build camps all year round. You know That's what amazing. I mean? Like, 
and it's and people want it you so know so how does the whole thing works do they do, do the kids go from all over europe to malaga or how does that work yeah so basically what happened was is we did i i, I basically built it three three months okay a camp in june one camp in july one camp in august so giving the people three different options based on their schedules based on their holidays and this is basically what it is in a nutshell is I was telling you earlier that with Richie and Montre and Quinny and Fred, we did gypsy camps, which were, you know, traveling camps all over the, all over the world. Well, basically what this is in Malaga is a big ass reunion for all our campers. That's how I built it. Because our campers are like Axel Behagen and, and kids like that who are Top. started. They were, our, they were our campers who were 11 years old and now they're 17 years old kings of the world i know you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's crazy to see to see what what they've become so basically that was the idea with blading camps was like look let's just malaga obviously is paradise to a lot of people it's got the best skating it's got the best weather it's got beaches it's got kind of everything and it's really well priced it's not barcelona where it's super expensive and it's not barcelona where it's full of tourists it's spanish you know what i mean you get the real spanish life so that's basically why 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 Malaga is such a ideal spot for everything you know okay. and that... so it also no you finished sorry <laughs> just just that it, it's all it's all a big it all started as a big reunion you know and so we did uh, we had 20 campers per camp which ended up having a total of 65 2020 and 25 so uh, yeah basically what happened is we had we Sixty five campers from twenty one different countries campers from Australia campers from Venezuela campers from Chile USA I mean the this the support for blading camps was unbelievable I, I, I I'm I'm speechless still to this day that's you amazing. know um, I had a lot of help with the ladies camps from Melissa Brown uh, she like stepped in and was you When I when I first approached Mary and Manon about a ladies camp they both said oh my god oh my god no one's ever done something like this for the girls like we're on it 100% supported we I re- then contacted Melissa Melissa said that she would support this in whatever way possible Melissa ended up booking some girls flights paying some of the inscription fees for some of the girls like without Melissa the ladies camp wouldn't have been the same you know you We ended up with 20 I think we had 21 girls so we overbooked the ladies camp by one person That's but amazing it's all it's all because of it, the community of girls and so now we're planning next year we're gonna do probably 35 girls and make it even crazier you know what I mean and all the girls are already we have a group chat we have a we have a ladies a ladies blading camp group chat on Facebook and <laughs> they are the best of friends they talk in it every day it blows up like oh are you guys going to lose and oh who's going to shred cologne da, 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 da. It's really cool man it's like uh, it's like this blading camp family like it's something that that it's just really really cool to see like kind of shocked me you know <laughs> logistically how does that work how like how long does it take to organize one of those camps And other than that like when the camps start how long does the camp last how long do they stay oh. with you guys and how long can they you They need to register before how much does it cost I have no idea so it's just like these questions that people that are listening to these might also have so. all right so logistically it's perfect because Malaga is the city that has the most 
cheapest flights. There's Ryanair, there's EasyJets that come from anywhere in Europe to Malaga for like 30, 40 euros, maybe 100 euros round trip. So that's the beautiful part about the camp. So you can spend a little bit of cash and end up in a beautiful place. So basically what it is is this summer it was built to be um, five nights and four days. Uh, we charged 399 euros and that was 100% everything. So what we did is we picked people up from the airports and we even dropped them off at the airports and then we fed everybody. Breakfast, lunch and dinner was all ecological, ecological source, all bio with a professional chef. Um, we hired three people to drive all the cars. We rented three vans per camp. And we had we had a full-on staff. We had a staff of seven, seven people. That's um, amazing. And we were able, with everything, we were able to pay them proper. You know what I mean? We paid them well. Mm -hmm. We paid them well. Like, we, we ran it completely proper business. And which I'm super, super happy to say because I've, I've been in this gypsy world for the last five, <laughs> six years. And, and I'm, you know what I mean? I'm over it. <laughs> and did, did you, could you, were you able to, to work with skaters? The staff, was it skaters or non-skaters? Just curiosity. So, so out of everything, the cool thing about it is every single person that was in the camp was a skater. From the chef to the drivers to everything? From the chef, from the driver to the photographer. Amazing. Even my girlfriend was skating. My okay, girlfriend tell me. drove so one of the vans you... <laughs> and she was driving. And she was skating some too. <laughs> did, did you use one as a driver? Who? 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 The, Bonnie? The Unity Master. No, 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 no. The Unity. Oh, wow. No, you know what? That's a funny story. I tried to get WoW to be a driver, but his listen. His rate was too expensive, man. He's a he's a professional car driver, so ah, to get him, he wanted too much money, and you know, I I, I couldn't afford him. That's ah, the truth. He is the <laughs> Unity master. You are really good in Unities. I, I really like the way that you do Unities, but Wow is just like <laughs> Wow's the king. Wow's the Unity king. I hope he's listening to this. Wow. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Amazing. So yeah, I. I um, I rebuilt, I've already got next year's camp set up. I, I totally rebuilt everything because how we did it was is everybody was staying, we rented a house, we rented a like a five bedroom house in the mountains that had a pool, that had like this huge garden and some people were sleeping in tents, some people slept in the house and we had basketball court, you know, like we had all this cool, cool stuff to do and basically what happened was is a lot of the campers, you know, the thing is, is what's really cool about blading camps is it's all ages. So you have a, we have a 10-year-old there, 10 years, 12 years, 13-year-old, and then we also have a 38-year-old, okay? That's amazing. So you have all ages together. And what this creates is it creates this dynamic where if you think about it, it sounds like, oh, that's too big of a span. Like, it's not going to work out. You know, it's too crazy of numbers, da-da-da-da. But what ends up happening is everybody looks out for each other, and really quick, you, they be, you become this family. Everybody becomes quick, quick, quick fam, you know? Like, taking care of each other, you know? Mm. And so, we we ended up, everybody was in a house, and, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I love suggestions. I love when people tell me, hey, you should try this, I like this, you should try that. So, a lot of the campers wanted to, man, they wanted to be in the city center. They wanted to go out, you know? And unfortunately, the way I built the camp was for parents and for, you know, anybody to register their child. I built the camp as 100%, no alcohol, no drugs, no smoking, no bullying. That was exactly you know what, what I mean? was going to ask you now. 
Yeah. So yeah, there was two yeah, questions dude, that I had. One of them is: man. Is it just a skate park camp, or it's skate park and you also take the the kids to the streets and stuff like that? The thing is, is this is this is like nothing you've ever experienced. This is a full on life experience. It's we do two skate parks per day: one in the morning and then one in the evening because it's really hot during the summer, so you can't really skate during the the mm -hmm. siesta time. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know. So. What we do is every single day we have an adventure. So we go to the beach, we go to the mountains, we go to the lake, we go to the city center. So it's a full-on camp with it's a skate park tour camp mixed with city routes, beach beach routes, um, you know everything. It's a full-on experience. And know? like you said, completely like alcohol, drug, smoking free, everything like that. So parents and completely so, everything. So that everything. that that was the second question, which is like. How could you? How could parents feel safe about like, man? I'm a father now. My my daughter is like, I don't know, like four months. I, I wouldn't think about it, you know. But when she's like 11 or 12 and she asked me to go somewhere, I guess that's one of the things that I'm gonna yeah, yeah, think of. So that that's the way um, I I had this fear. You know, I had this fear that we wouldn't get any younger kids because of this because of this factor, but. I don't know. Just the way the camps were built, I, I tried to I tried to to give that security, that sense of security, like you know, zero tolerance. It's not allowed, and and everything just for the parents. Because I mean, really and truly, the way blading camps looks on the outside is it looks like it's for kids, but it's really it's really for every single age. It's for all ages because we had we had a forty year old woman from Norway who had the best time of her life. You know, we had a 38-year-old woman from Germany who had the best time of her life. You know, we had two two older guys from England, you know, 35 years old, that had the best times. And, and how the did kids, the kids the react kids to those guys? How did the kids react with older people like that? Ah, the kids loved them. The kids, the kids don't even think about them or even look at them. The kids are kids, you know. The kids are... Are hanging out with Montre and Richie and learning learning grinds from learning how to flip the box like Montre. You know, they don't even they don't even think about it. But the best thing about it is the kids, the people who are 30 and plus, they help us by watching the little kids. They yeah. they they're old enough to take the responsibility that says, you know, uh, let's say Anton, my friend, little little homie Anton, 12 year old from France. Let's say he wants to go to the supermarket and buy chips. Well, one of the 30-year-old guys is going to go buy chips. Hey, take on time with you. You know, watch out for him. Okay, cool. Let's go. You That's know what amazing. I mean? Like, it, it's this sense of family and sense of karam ka, ka, what's the word? Karamerie? I don't know. I haven't speaking English very much anymore. I lost the word. <laughs> it's just a sense of family. Where is that in Spanish? Yes, it's better. It's better now. So, but the yeah, thing is... Like, uh, yeah, go, go, go. Sorry. No, that's it. That's it. Just this. The this, question this, that perfect. I was going to make it right after and coming from what you just told me is it, it might be easier because since you are the, those kids heroes like you, Richie, whatever. So they're going to look at you guys differently. So if you guys tell them not to do some things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then I have one question, which is. It, I, don't know, I love Montre, you know, like. Not to Sorry, sorry. Not to cut you off, but listen, if Montre tells you not to smoke cigarettes and you're or not to drink or not to do something and you're you're a ten year old kid or a fifteen year old kid, guess what? You're gonna listen to Montre. I know, but that, that that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to ask you. It's like it's just so weird. I love Montre, man. I love Montre. Like he's for sure one of my favorite skaters. But then when he makes videos like him drinking beer the whole time, the whole thing is him drinking beer, kinda like a theme. And he does it a little bit with with his social media and all that stuff. And then 
I think like I'll do the kids react to that because the kids seem doing it the whole time, but then it tells them not to do it. You know, I I don't want to go against anything. I'm just yeah, no, no, no. This is a this is a good question. This is a really good balance because I mean, listen, I thought the ver- I thought the same thing when I was originally building the blading camps, but the reality is, is this is what's really cool about Montre. Montre is a perfect example of somebody that does whatever he wants 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. That being said, is a re- I believe personally is a really good example to give to the kids. I'm not saying all that we're going to show the kids drinking and show smoking and all this stuff, but Mont- what Montre does with all this is, is show that when he drinks or when he smokes or when he does with his life, when he lives his normal life, because these things for Montre, they're not substances. You know, he's not drinking to get drunk. He's not smoking yeah, to get stoned. No, no, it's no. just part of his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so I think what that does is it actually, it just breaks down the barriers that these cultures and our societies have, have built that says you can't, you can't drink two beers and drive a car. You can't drink two beers and have a, and go skating with your friends. You know, like I think it, it gives an example to the people, not just to kids, but to everybody that, you make your own rules. You can do whatever you want. And if, and that's the thing. Like, I've never seen Montre. Montre is the only person in my life that I've never seen, like, out of control. <laughs> it's you know? true. Well, the truth Montre, is like- Montre will drink beer as he wants to. The same thing with smoking. He'll smoke as he wants to. But Montre is the first person awake in the morning. He's the first person teaching kids when we arrive to the skate park. And he's the last person to sleep every night. And he's the first so one to put being, the skates on and the last one to take the skates off. <laughs> always, always. So that being said is is I, I, I don't live his life, you know. I cannot judge that. Yeah. You know, all I can do is respect it from an outside perspective and say, you know what, I can't do that. I can't drink a beer and go skate. I just can't do it. My body doesn't allow me to. Mm-hmm. But Montre can, you know. And so for me, it's just an example of, of more trying to respect respect people for who they are you know <laughs> and this is what we're this is what we're showing the kids you know and yeah. and then the kids and mantra is not at the camp telling kids don't drink don't smoke and also mantra is not at the camp smoking and drinking either you know he's very he's very he's very mantra about it if he wants to smoke he goes off and does his own thing you know you mantra he, he disappears for 20 minutes and comes back you know, same thing with the beer. If he wants to go have a beer, he'll go. I'll go around the corner and have a beer. Yeah, basically, you guys set the rules that if you if you don't want the kids to do it, at least if you do it, you don't throw it, you don't do it don't do it in front of them. That makes total sense. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And and it in you know, it was a pretty it was quite an admission at the camps because I'm not going to say it went perfectly perfect because obviously. Imagine, imagine yourself. You're 25 years old, and you're in Malaga with a bunch of other 25 year olds. Yeah, of uh, course. You want to have a few beers. You want to have a few beers after a long skate. You know, you want to enjoy yourself. So what I ended up doing is, is instead of becoming this super dictator and like ruining everybody's fun, we just made names. We just, I just said, listen, guys, when all the kids are awake, no, no, no way. No way, no how. Just keep everything in the. Everything stays in the, in the in the cooler in the refrigerator. When the kids go to sleep, when the last when, when the when the last fifteen year old is asleep, you put everything in white cups, white teacups, and no cans and no bottles ever leave the kitchen. I don't want to wake up and see any trash, any residue of any of that shit around the house. 
And at that point, you guys are free to do whatever you want. Just, just, just put it in a cup and leave leave all the trash in the in the in the kitchen. That's it. That's awesome. And it ended up it ended up being fine. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm I can't I can't be that guy and say you can't. I'm not. I'm never gonna tell no somebody no. You can't have a beer. No, you can't have a cigarette. It's your life. Do what you want. But I can say, don't do it in front of the kids. That's disrespectful to the kids. Respect the kids. You know. Yeah. And that's kind of where I where I draw the where I draw the line. You know. That makes sense. So it's crazy. It's crazy. This this I I uh this blading camps, man, wow, it, it, it turned me into a whole new person. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I remember like, when I when I last saw no not last, I saw you after that, but the time I saw you in Onda, you yeah. back then you told me that you weren't drinking, smoking, anything yeah, for yeah. a while. And for how long did that take? Or do you still do, are you still not drinking, smoking or I have no idea. Yeah, so so uh, I'm actually having a beer right now. Um, but uh, the thing is, is when I met you in Onda, this was a really really hard time in my life. Where in a in a fast story, I had met Richie and Montre. Uh, no, Richie and Fred. We met in Canada at the beginning of the summer, maybe in April. Mm -hmm. And our first night on tour, I was starting like a three month tour. You know, going to go to Summer Clash and and Roskilde and everything like that. Well, my first night with Richie and Fred, it was the first time we had seen each other in maybe a year, and it was NHL Finals, and we were in Canada. So we just, needless to say, we had a, a lot of drinks, and we had a lot of fun. And I woke up the next morning just not feeling happy, you know, not feeling... I had spent a lot of money. I'd spent probably 75% of my six-month budget in a night <laughs> and uh i was bruised and i was bleeding and i was just not i was just not happy with myself you know mm. i just kind of was on the floor and so this was a moment in life when i said you know what but this stuff just doesn't serve me anymore like i'm 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 one i feel like i'm out of control and two I it's not helping me right now. You yeah, know? you need to learn how to balance things. I guess that's the that's yeah. the, that's the thing. But yeah. you know, like I, I'm sure you've seen it. Like so, right now it seems like it's a trend in skateboarding, which is the the non-drinking, the complete non-drugs, non-drinking thing. Like a lot of the guys that used to be like addicts and all that stuff nowadays, completely drug and drink-free. Seems like. Wow, to, really? It seems like cool. to be a trend and it seems also like to be a trend that of course just like in every other sport there's gay people and like the gay people are yeah. starting to come out. So it seems like it's happening in skateboarding a lot now. I don't know, maybe beca because it came so so mainstream or whatever that Yeah. It just yeah. it makes you pop out a little bit more, you know, like you're just not another one because yeah. you Yeah. I don't know, in a different category. I don't know. I don't know if that's the reason. That's no. cool. cool. That's, <laughs> that's kind of cool, though. It is, man. It is. Like, people are really what they are. You know, they're known for what they are and they don't need to hide anything. But something that's that there's thing. nothing to do with that, get back into skating, to the skating industry. Yeah. Did you got any, did any brand which isn't Razors, no, before even that, are you happy with Razors or if any other brand contact you or did any other brand contact you before to skate for them i think it's a little uh, vague my question but you get it yeah no i understand 
basically, the thing is, is I'm, I'm happy with razors because, man, to be honest, I know Andy's got a bad reputation and people can say what they can say about him, but I love Andy. This man has, That's the main thing. This man has this man has supported me for the last uh, almost 10 years, you know? There's been so many times where I've been stuck. I mean, I remember I, I remember re- I remember one time I went to I went to es- uh, Estonia mm-hmm. and I was completely shit out of luck. I didn't know a soul, I didn't know a person, I had no money, I was completely screwed. And I wrote Andy saying, man, I am screwed. My life my life is over. And he just he sent me money in like a 10 seconds and booked me a hotel and was like, dude, go to this hotel. There's money in your account. Chill. You're fine. Take the next <laughs> that, flight and go so home. Before you even the keep going is, with anything, let, me just, let me just interrupt you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Because it's a good thing yeah, that no, I really ahead. think it's important, which is for everyone listening to this who doesn't know who Andy is, Andy is the guy that owns oh, Razors. Andy. His name is Andy yeah. Wagner. And we did a... Yeah. We did a podcast with him and really important for all of you to know is, yes, Andy might own other brands such as Scooter Brands and all that, but if it wasn't for the skate brands that Andy also owns, probably Razors yeah. wouldn't be the way it is right now because he wouldn't have the money to invest. But he, he right, saw opportunity right, right. in other sports and he ended up making that money to make these brands alive. Yeah, there's sometimes which is just smart, like... Which is yeah, smart. Of course, but just like yeah. every other business, sometimes... You choose things that not everyone likes, but the truth is, is making it not, I wouldn't right. say survive, is making Razors the brand it is. So guys right, like Josh right. have been truth. connected to the brand for more than 10 years. So now you can keep going and yeah. sorry for interrupting. No, it's just the thing is, is I'm, I'm happy with Razors. I mean, I'm, I'm, of course, I'm sad. I've always wanted to have a pro skate, you know, whatever and whatever happens. The, the, bureauc- the bureaucracy behind it all, whatever. But that doesn't matter, you know what I mean? That's just an ego kind of trip right there. I don't need a name on my skate, I give a fuck. Thing is, is, is I have power in company, you know what I mean? Like if, if I say things and when I when I ask for things, I, I can do what I want. And that kind of freedom only comes with time, you know? It doesn't come with skill. It's I can't do what I want with razors because I'm talented. I do what I want with razors because I have a relationship built with the man, with this with the owner, you know what I mean? It yeah, has nothing to do with you. I, I can do right right exactly so that being said you know i understand i understand completely that what he had to do he had to do what he had to do you know cut pro skates and do this and that but at the same time he gives me enough freedom to design the big frame you know what i mean the big frame is my dream is my dream come true to that's my gift to rollerblading is that frame (laughs) you know amazing and And andy and andy gave me that power you know what i mean and and i i like i respect that i'm happy for that Okay, it doesn't say glow wiki on it, but who cares? It's it's still mine. I still know that I did it. You know what I mean? And so, now people is going to know too. <laughs> we didn't know before. Well, I mean, You're gonna know it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. And, I mean, I mean, of course there were everybody helping me, but that I pushed so hard on that frame. I leaned on them for so long. Like you, you get out of this. I tried to push razors into the girl industry like years ago. I was like, Andy, destroy razors and make this a full-on woman's market. Let's get women on skates, get Aragon, get Drake, cut all that shit. Let's go free skating now. You know, I tried so hard and he didn't want it. But now look what, <laughs> now look what we're doing. That's but it's cool. all right. I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, you no, you know, was, like uh, the, the girls is a huge market and that's why roller skating did so good. Yeah. So, yeah. But tell me yeah. something. And I, what about the three-wheel skates? Have you tried the three-wheel skates? My three-wheel skates are stuck in customs right now. God damn it. I so, should have them today. <laughs> is it 110 or yeah. 125? 
I'm pissed. They're 125s. Yeah, but now get back to the thing that I asked you before. Sorry, because people will kill me. Will cut my hands and my mouth and everything. I, <laughs> uh, and did did you I ever add to, any I, proposals from other brands? Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. I uh, I was offered to skate for. I had an offer from USB. Um, I guess looking back now, it was probably two years ago. Mm -hmm. It was when I was. It was right when I got my first prototype of my big frame. And uh, I spoke with uh, I spoke with uh, MK about riding for USD, basically just jump, just jump every single uh, USD power slide platform. Mm -hmm. um, but at the moment, I had just got my uh, my ground control, my big samples, you know, and I had been fighting for this frame forever. And I said, you know what? I don't know. I made the choice just to stay, to stay with Razors and to see how this frame goes. And I was really, really happy with the prototype of the big, you know. And, you know, I, I kind of thought the future might be a little differently. I thought my, my pro skate would come out and everything else. So whatever. But all in all, I'm still actually really happy I skate for Razors. And I'm, I'm grateful for everything that, that they have. I'm, I'm here. I'm in Spain. I created blading camps. I did all this because I had the support of Razors. I mean, not the support because they didn't, they didn't support it. But they yeah. helped me. They helped me to travel originally. You know, yeah, I have I my network of friends because of because of Razors, really. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. And what's your relationship with helmets? Why the helmet? I love it. Let me tell you, I do love it. And I ah. see that most of the kids on the blading camps they use helmets. But tell me. No, and then man, before you even say kids, anything, be kids, before you even say anything, sorry helmets. to interrupt. Sorry, sorry, I need to say it. And even You're just okay. like you said, you said the name Axel Bilhagen. He is one of yeah. the biggest ones out there, and you see him skating with a helmet. I'm sure that that's exactly that's your influence. That's so right. now I, just spread it. Exactly. Tell us. <laughs> okay, so that's 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 the thing. Like, um, that's why these camps are so freaking cool and so important for everything in the future of this industry. Is man, listen. If you want to skate with a helmet, that's your business. Cool. If you don't skate with a helmet, that's your business. Cool. But when you're a 10 year old kid and you're just learning to skate. And your mom and dad are freaking out because, you know, you're a really good 10-year-old kid and you're airing two or three meters out of a quarter. You need to wear a helmet for the first, for a little while to figure it out. At least to give it for your parents, you know? Because the parents are the ones buying your skates. The parents are the ones sending you to blading camps. The parents are the ones doing everything. So and basically what happened was I just realized, I realized my influence. This might sound a little, a little weird, but there was a time about two years ago where I realized that all my campers, all my ex-campers, they were watching me. Like they were watching what I was doing. They were, they were, they were wearing what I was wearing. They were doing their hair like, like I was doing it. So I said, you know what? This is kind of funny. It was actually a, it was actually kind of a joke. I said, you know what? I want to put on a helmet and see what happens. You know, a lot of things happened in life. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I, Dave, Dave had hit his head. Dave just hit his head. Uh, you remember a couple years back, Dave Lang smacked his head real yes, bad yes, and went to the yes, hospital. Yes, yes, yes. It was like it happened back, back to back. I was in a contest in Sweden with Fred, my friend Fred. Frederick Anderson smacked his head in a, on a jump box. The next day, Dave hit himself on the head with. Uh, Dave knocked himself out and almost died. The following day, Montre clobbers himself with his, with no helmet. At this point, I said, you know what? This is just this is just crazy, you know. All my friends are dropping like flies, you know. Like no way. It's just and ego, man. They're not they're not using helmet yeah. most of the times. It's just ego because yeah. you think it's cool. 
But the truth is, yeah, you just said it, like the young kids use it and then the older people ends up using. So there's like a few ages that like a little, I don't know how you yeah. call it, like an interval of age, like yeah. from the 15 yeah. to the 30th that you want to be in the cool, <laughs> in uh, the cool part of uh, it that you don't use a helmet. But if you think of it, it can save your life. So keep going. Sorry. <laughs> and, 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 and that's what happened. So like all my friends started hitting their heads like crazy, right? And then I got... got The, the big frame prototype came out and I was on 72 millimeters for the first time in my life. And guess what? I was fucking flying. I was going so fast. That was the reason I love the big frame was because as I went so fucking fast, I jumped into banks, I dropped in banks. I don't know if you saw Sota, but I, I, I did, did this. I did. Uh, I, do you know this drop in I did in Malaga? Where I, it's like a big water drain. They drop to a all little the way down transition. I, I know that to one. A, to a quarter pipe, right? Yes, 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 yes. Man, yes. This 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 spot right there was one of the main reasons I was like, okay, I am never taking this helmet off because it was the most complicated spot. Obviously, you don't see it in the video. It looks maybe it looks like it's fucking easy. You just drop in and, and roll the quarter pipe. <laughs> But this these walls, I mean, I had like one maybe one or two meters. You know what I mean between my 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 head. You know what I mean. So I'm dropping down this fucking ski slope of a of a run of a runway. And you have to like curve to the left really fast before you hit the transition, launch, air, land, and then curve to the right. Oh, I know that one. I know what you're saying. The huge, I know that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's just the things I'm doing these days. I'm, if I don't wear a helmet, I'm fucking stupid. It's just the bottom line. I'm going to, I'm, I like to go really fast and I like to go down big things. So, I don't know what can happen. And I'm at this point to where I'm not trying to be cool. I'm looking at what the cool people are doing and I'm going the opposite direction. And that's been my thing for the last the last couple of years. Oh, you know, you're dressing in all black and, and, and looking like that. I'm going this way and I'm going to wear a helmet and I'm going to dress in all white because I just <laughs> that's who I am. You know what I mean? I see I see trends and I go the opposite way. It's something in my personality and I, and I don't understand it. But that's just just who I am. Ah, you skate two wheels. You skate Flintstone skates. Good. I'm just gonna skate flat rocker and go fast. You know, enjoy enjoy <laughs> you call it around. Flintstone skates. <laughs> I call it Flintstone skating. Have you seen the cartoon of the Flintstones? <laughs> that's yes, what it's called. Course. It's what it's what the two guys the two guys trying to make a car go fast. That's what it looks like. It looks it's embarrassing. Skating on skating on two. Skating on two stones, Flintstone skates is embarrassing. Man, I had, this, I had this conversation with with Nils. The last skate talk that I had is like I've Did been you? skating. Uh, yeah, I've been skating flat yeah. for a while. I've been skating. Yeah. I was skating the AMs, 80s, and I also had the 72s. And now I mainly got the 72s. I don't aggressive skate as much as I used to before, but I I do skate every day, and most of my skates are flat. But yeah. like a month, probably like one and a half month ago, or maybe two, I tried to. Um, to skate some skates like with a anti-rocker setup. So I had some yeah, yeah. Dustin Rubeski 59mm wheels with like a fluid, regular fluid fr- fluid 4 frame or something like that. Dude, I couldn't turn. I could not turn. You can't turn. You I can't couldn't turn. turn. And every time that I would try you to can't. lean a little bit, the boot would touch. And then, you know, the wheel slides that you can yeah. do on bigger wheels. Every time that I tried it. Yeah the boot would touch and then the plastic touches and I didn't have control but I'm not gonna say shit on what I was I used to skate it's just like it's a different type of skating I don't need to be like that yeah it's a different type of skating and 
I just can't. It it needs time to to get used to it. And I also told this to 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 Niels. It's crazy what Alex Brosco is doing with those kids. And it was crazy. Oh yeah. And it was oh, yeah. crazy to see um, a little video that is Brian Ergen on two wheels. Is, He's is anti rocker, man. Wheels? Yeah, anti rocker. And I, I don't saw, think so. I don't think so. Dude, is and I, I have. I I think Alex is on four these days. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I can't tell. I've been. I always try to see if he's skating two or four, but I got a feeling like Alex is on four wheels Dude, now. Have you seen Brosco's video that came out like yesterday or two days ago on social media with Valo skates? He was skating. Yeah, with the anti rockers. He was skating uh, with 50, the illusion fish brain on the wall. Yes, oh. sixty-eight millimeters God. or. Oh no! For, sorry, 58 millimeters on Valo frames or ground control frames or Creator region. I don't know what frame was that. No, the, what's the name of that? The brand from John Yeah, Julia? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's them goods, right? Yeah, but there's a name for the frame. I don't remember the name of the frame. Anyway, Farmer has a frame, and ah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I forgot also. Shit. Damn it! It's bad. Oh, anyway, we're not we're not we're not good skaters. We forgot Julio's company. Sorry, Julio. Wait, wait, wait. Let me Google it real fast. Farmer Frame. I'll tell you right away. Chris Shit! Farmer. I want to say I want to say Dyna, but no way. It's Dyna. No, no, no. It was one. <laughs> Chris Farmer Frame. So, oh, blah, 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 blah. it's the brand is here. Yeah, Frameworks. Frameworks. Youth. Youth Frameworks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I think. I think Aragon was skating with the Frameworks frame and uh, yeah, yeah. John Julia 2 boot and 58 millimeters and he was flying. I don't know how he skates like that. I was going mad. Yeah. Like I was watching that. I was like, whoa, it is possible. Well, I mean, we all know Alex is king of the world. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. I guess all of like. I mean, it just. It's just. It just. It depends on the person. But you know what? Alex makes it look good. But. Yeah. You put a you put somebody that doesn't know how to skate like the first time you ever skate you put them on Flintstones and <laughs> man it's so embarrassing it's so fucking embarrassing they don't know what they're doing they fall Alex is Alex he can do it he's king he knows what he's doing he's been doing it his whole life he's a hockey player so tell you me know? something when That's when your when your pro skate up. was supposed to come out was it supposed to come out with with big wheels or what was it of course baby it was a full on flat it was the it was the big frame on the skate. It was the, it was gonna drop all together, man. The, the the new big frame on the new glow with the 72s all black. Oh man, it was beautiful. Flower had a nice flower of life on the cuff. Ooh, Ooh. you need to send it me a picture of dope. that, man. I want to see it. it Come was on, dope. I'll send you the design. Please let, the let, let's design. put that, still, let's put the, let's put the image of the skate. Do you think it's okay if we put it like? Have you seen the images that I put on all these skate talks? It's just like someone looking at a phone. And in the phone, no, usually I, I put I, the picture of it. But if you, if, uh, okay. if we can put the picture of the skate, <laughs> at least people can see the skate. Let's see. We'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. Maybe. Okay. Maybe if Hell it works, yeah. we'll do it. Anyway, so the thing is, That's we right. have like five minutes more before I finish this. I try, I'm trying to never go over 90 minutes so that I can also upload it on okay. on, on Apple iTunes. I don't even know how to say how to say it. Oh, that's tight. The, that's tight. But what do we got? Uh, what do we got left? We got five minutes, I think. So, is okay. there anything okay. that you want to say in the in the next five minutes? <laughs> Man, I just want to say thank you to you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to to, to talk to me. No, man, are you kidding and me? Like I'd also <laughs> like to say. No, man, come on! I know you're a busy man. You got a family. You got a wife, and come on, 
man oh, this no. is what i do Thank for so living much, skating like yeah this, i'm i'm doing this like, it, this might seem weird but the first thing that i did when i when i moved to south to cape town south africa is i rented a space and that's something man i i want to do i want to be related to skating and I, i rented the office and i started doing my stuff in the office i don't do it from home you know i rented a place where i came yeah. and i start doing whatever i need to do social media management i do it here i need to do pictures i do it from here i want to keep my skates i do it from here i try to take care that's of it smart. as a as a profession which is what it is for me yeah so yeah i rented my office this is where skating should stay And, and that's it so for me i'm right now during the time of my day that i'm working and what i'm doing with you right now is working and yes well that's awesome it's the truth you're man. a hero I want of mine more Ricardo. people you're a you're a big you're a big hero of mine man since we first met when we when we first i remember meeting you and when skating in, it wasn't court it was cordoba yeah. uh, or where it was it was the event in cordoba yeah the roller skating and i i was just blown away by by not even by your skill level just by the by your personality and who you are man you're an absolute legend thank you so, so much man you, it, man. it really you. means a lot for me coming from you because the way i started this thing is i'm so excited before i even call you i was just saying in the intro i'm so excited about talking to this guy let's see if i even let him talk because it's it's me man and i know that you are like that so i was quite a curious yeah, i was I'm quite curious about it we're both like that we like we we feel it like in our skin That's like i'm thing. moving my arms now like i'm a crazy guy like When a bird I trying to fly yeah <laughs> No, but I remember meeting you thinking like, wow, this guy is awesome. Like, he's totally me. Like, it's a different <laughs> me, but it's me. I, I can remember sitting having a couple beers with you after the contest or before the contest, actually. Yeah, on top of the thing. <laughs> that was amazing, man. Yeah, up top, up top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, that contest paid my rent. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. That's a shame that that so, park is not there anymore. Yeah, I know. Uh, I tried to do a camp with them and they, uh, they're not very nice people. Eh? Tell you what. But whatever. They're in it for the wrong reasons. That's okay. They were. They're not anymore. Anyway, I don't have anything no. to complain about those guys. They were cool to me. But still, I get what you're saying. A lot of people have like different ways of seeing things. And yeah. sometimes seeing things as a business makes things yeah, exactly. harder. Like I said to you, like, yes, I did start renting my place and looking at these as my work but at the same time it's my passion yeah. i will never i can never forget yeah. that because if i ever forget that yeah. this is my passion and i become greedy and all that stuff it's not gonna work that's not me so no that's true that's true and and i'm realizing the same thing with the blading camps you know what i mean like i realized it and, and I, i realized i had to take it more serious you know what i mean i can't just go 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 lollygagging around i have kids you know i got kids i'm responsible for kids you mm -hmm. know like parents parents are giving me their giving me this responsibility you It's know i had to go pick thing, up huh? so many kids from the airport you know what i mean like i had to go, go through security go through the airport pick them up from the airport bring them back like it's crazy man yeah But i can't imagine i'm happy i'm happy i'm i'm so juiced that's the thing that's what i want to say before we end all this i just dude i want to say thank you to every single person who's listened to me and every single person who puts on a pair of rollerblades because like you said in the beginning like there's a reason you do it and you do it because it makes you happy And that's all we're trying to do. That's all we're trying to go. We're not trying to go some ego. I'm better than you. You're better than me. We're just trying to grow a sport that people love and share. And that's what Blading Camps is. And that's why I hope everybody, no matter how old you are, think about it. Bring your ass down to Malaga. It's the, it's obviously going to be the best experience of your life. And just keep rollerblading, man. Keep keep sharing your passion with people because 
that's all that it's going to help you grow. Quit saying it's dead. It's never been dead. It's not going to die unless you die, you know? Thank you so much, so, Josh. Thank you so much for spending the time to do this. And I, I hope you, you. you did finish your beer because <laughs> we've been speaking yeah. a lot, okay? Okay, I, I'll speak, well, I'll speak to you soon. Huh? Thank you so much. Cheers, man. Thank you, buddy. Cheers. Have a great day. See you, you in too, Cape man. Town very soon. Cheers. Ciao. <laughs> and let's try to stop this. And that was it. Josh Glowicki. Just, what can I say? Amazing. I'm like, every time that I speak with this guy, I don't know. I just want to put my skates. It's, I guess everyone else felt the same. So what can I say? Like, let's try to support these guys. If you guys think that we should somehow try to support these blading camps, just drop me a comment down in this in this podcast or send me a message or send a message to Josh and maybe let's try something. Let's try to bring these up. <laughs> let's try to bring these available to even more people. Josh totally deserves it. And we as skaters should be really proud to have people like Josh in in our worlds. And that's it for today. I hope you did enjoy this this skate talk. If you did enjoy it, don't forget to subscribe to this YouTube channel. If you're listening to these on the iTunes podcast also, I guess you're already subscribing. And give me some thumbs up if you like it. If you didn't like it, if you didn't like it, give me thumbs up, but let me know what you didn't like about it. And other than that, let's just all not forget why we all started skating because it's fun cheers guys hope to see you soon Vou viver até